0: Uh, we're going to go in this um, the pursuit of joy because again the Flip, book of Philippians is, is where the, it uses that almost 20 times, 19 times in just 4 chapters um, and this time we're talking about 5 daily practices that lead to joy and actually they at first I was just kind of following this section on, on chapter 3 1 through 21 we've been going kind of verse by verse, but I'm going to flip the order. They're really all found in the prayer that we just prayed, in the Lord's Prayer. Uh, I, mean, I know we all, you know, we say it's a perfect prayer, but it's kind of like if we really just grab the particular points of what we're doing there, why did Jesus say that we need to, to pray that? It's, so let's, let's look at that. Let's, let, let's look at what it really is here. Lord, as we go through this, some things that we need to do, we need to do daily, we, if not more. Daniel did them. He said he had a time to do this three times a day, but at least every day. and then, Because this prayer was, give us this day our daily bread. So he said at least one, we need these things, all of us, From the youngest Christian to the to the oldest one. From the So every day is to relax. How's that, huh? We'll all practice mindfulness, relaxation, huh? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there is a but not a physical relaxation, which is fine. I mean, or or whatever. A spiritual relaxation. What would the spiritual. If I'm going to relax in something, what? What would I relax in? What's the Lord's Prayer about? How does that start? Our Father, our. Right? We relax in God's grace. Uh, God's grace. It's. This is. He's my father. I have been born into his family. Everybody's created by God. But since the fall, uh, um, it is through this thing called grace, through faith, that we get born into his family. And I've got this thing called faith, and I'm part of his family. And, I'm just, and I can relax in that. I mean, I can throw it away. I can throw away the life that my, my parents gave me. But this spiritual life that God's given me, I've got that. Look, it says, we Christians glory in what Christ Jesus has done for us. And we realize that that we were, that we are helpless to save ourselves. That He has done. There's basically two ways, two religions. Only. People say, there's lots. No, there's only only two. There's do and done. That's it. Uh, uh, Done is what Jesus has done for us on the cross. He did it all. It isn't like he did 90%. We got to do 10%. Done. That's a Savior who saved us. Everybody else has do. And the only difference, you know, you have to do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. You know, and the difference between one religion and another is, 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 is the list of do's that you have to do. And that's why, you know, they have prophets, gurus, whatever, but they don't have a savior. There is one savior because you basically have to save yourself. In fact, basically, you, you do, period. But it's here we glory in what he has done, he, he did it for me. Holy Spirit put, you know, this thing called faith, this, where I repent of my sins, I trust him, and, and I, I, that's my glory, that's, and I can relax in that. Here, look, in the, in the message, you put it this way, we couldn't carry this off by our own efforts, and we know it, right? I mean, if we're really honest with ourselves, we go, no, there's no way I could earn God's approval, God's, God's anything. Only by living in some kind of self-deluded la-la land do I think that somehow I deserve it. And that is, that, that's absolutely basic. So, and, the, and the trap is always legalism. Again, there's... And... and He talks about this, you know, Paul would talk about this in Romans. He would talk about this a lot in Galatians. He would talk about, I mean, there's just all, you know, legalism is somehow I need to do things to get his love, to get his approval, to get his, I need need to do, do, (laughs) do. And it's like, no, done, done, done. It's been done for you. Now, can you relax in that? Can you lean on that? Look at this. Um, Paul said, "Now, when in legalistic righteousness, I was faultless." He said, "If if 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 a person could 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 get right righteous by by the legalities by the laws, it had to be me. I mean, I didn't know anybody who obeyed the laws, you know, better. People say." and I just follow the Ten Commandments, I, sometimes I want to go, name them. <laughs> <Right? laughs> how can you say you follow them? You don't even know them. You know? <laughs> but it's like none of us do them. Honestly, I mean, if, how could any of us, you know? Uh, uh, yeah. I said, well, I, I've never committed adultery. I mean, it's like even thinking. You oh, anything is what you do what you say what you think what you don't do that you ought to do don't say that you ought to say don't think that you, I mean Jesus said if you even in your mind you've already done it you know you can say well I've never mer- if I hate Jesus said he made it very clear he didn't leave us any wiggle room well I haven't done as much as as somebody else you know I haven't as, 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 I haven't been as bad as somebody else but God doesn't grade on a curve right I don't mean we're thrown at after one I mean we have perfect God perfect place, perfect heaven which is why we needed a savior which is why our things to, sins had to be put on him he had to do it for us here it says I, I no longer count on my own goodness or my ability to obey God's law. I, 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 I don't even count on that. That doesn't even contribute. It doesn't even help. Instead, I trust Christ to save me. For God's way of making us right with himself is through Faith faith again. And I'll never get tired of, you know, saying this, because we've got to remember, you know, faith, look, it's not knowing things, it is trusting. It is, that's what faith is. It's a repentant, okay, um, he says, I no longer trust in that, I'm no longer, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I don't want that anymore, that this is my own selfishness, my own whatever else, I'm, I'm holding on to you. I'm just trusting you. Right? I've, it's not in the bulletin, but these are, the, this is, I guess, your, your formula for joy. This is the word, this is the word for grace, charis, right? Charis, grace, undeserved love, undeserved forgiveness. If you get something, grat. In gratis is Latin. You get something gratis, you get it free, right? That's the Latin form of it. That's the New Testament form, grace. Then there's this other word here, eucharistia. And you see the charis part in it? You is is happy. You know, like eugenics or you, stress as opposed to distress. Anyway, Eucharist is I'm, gra- I'm grateful. Gratitude, by the way, you can see the word grace and gratitude. Because gratitude is I'm getting something that I don't deserve. I'm not so grateful for, you know, if I earned it, if it's mine, you know, but if I'm getting something I don't deserve, wow. And, and that leads to kara, and what do you think kara means? Grace received with thanksgiving, with gratitude, Leads to joy. That's right there. Formula for joy starts with grace. He gives me everything, Father, Father everything. He gives me, every, and I don't deserve any of it. And I just, and I receive it though. I I I'm, I'm, I mean, you can get it, and and it's like, but you're not very grateful for it. And so then I'm an ingrate. If I'm an ingrate, then I'm not receiving the grace. Does that make sense? Yeah. But when I receive it with gratitude, that's joy. That's the basis of joy. Right there. That's why we call this the Eucharist. And next, point number three. Wait a minute. What happened to point number two? We'll get to point number two. Old Puerto Rican custom, we go to no, no. No, really, actually, I got out of right na- I was talking with Gabe right before, and I thought, you know, why don't I I fo- rather than follow the, the order that's in the chapter, follow the order of the Lord's Prayer. Right? Maybe that might be an easier way to make it part of our daily quiet time. Our father, that's grace. I was born to his family, and <laughs> just like I was born in the Begon family, you know, it's kind of like, I mean, I can kill myself, I suppose, but, but, but other than that, wow. So, I'm in the God family. Now, point two then is, what's next in the Lord's Prayer? Hallowed be thy name. I need to get to know Jesus better. That the name of Jesus. So go to number three if you're filling out the blanks there or doing whatever. Look, it says he goes, he goes, I want to know Jesus and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of sharing in his suffering. I want to know him. Don't you know Jesus? Well, you know, because there's a difference between knowing and knowing about. He, he knew about Jesus. In fact, he had been persecuting Paul, had been persecuting his followers. I know about, I don't know, Justin Bieber and (laughs) a lot of celebrities, more than I want to know about him. I know about Buddha. I know about a lot. I mean, you know, to know about something. No, no. I want to know him. I want to really know. I want to hollow his name. When you really know a person's name in those days, the name revealed who they were. saying at the end of his life, but becoming like him, because when I really get to know him, become like him in this death so that somehow I may also uh, be raised to life. What is it? I want to know him? I want to know him better. Look, here, the next thing, for my determined purpose, in the amplified version, for my determined purpose is that I may know Christ. This is a determined purpose. I have to do this purposefully. Because nobody gets to really know Jesus by accident. I want to really know him. And then here it says, that I may progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him, perceiving and recognizing and understanding him more strongly and more clearly. And it's a progressive thing. Remember, he's saying this at the end of his life. You know, you know we talk about, and, and, and we put the symbol here, and, and, and we've got the big thing there that you, <laughs> that's on the outside there about knowing Christ, growing in Christ, serving Christ, sharing Christ. And, but it starts, I've got to get to know him, and then grow in him, and then serve, and then, so it's like, so if, if you if you want to get to know me, if I want to get to know you, what do I have to do? What? Spend, spend? Yeah, we got to spend time. Husband wants to get to know a wife. Wife wants to get to know a kid. Parents want to get to know kids. Kids, if we, we spend time, and we really listen, and we same time, same thing with God, right? Spend time with God. we spent. Which is why, you know, like I said, Daniel, who was an excellent spirit, three times a day stopped everything else. In fact, here, this is, the trap is busyness. And we're all so busy, aren't we? I know. I'll raise my hand high here. Say, look at the old man run like that. Yeah, he's so busy. (laughs) It's like, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, We do, and Jesus warned that. He said the seed of God goes out, you know, you see, Luke 8, um, you know, and some on the good soil, some on the hard soil, some on the whatever else, and he said those that, that grow, they believe for a while, but the deceitfulness of riches and the cares of this world choke out their faith, and they fall away because only one of the four types of soil makes it. Get so darn busy that we choke out the life, and he says, "Spend some, spend time with me. Get to know my name. That's hallowed. His name. We, we, we treasure his name. We, we yearn to really get to know him. So it becomes our determined purpose that we can progressively know him. Because the more we know him, then the more we can become like him. Right? We become him." That takes, by the way, be still and know that I am God. You know how I would translate that to myself? Richie, you know, shut up, <laughs> right? Sit down and shut up <laughs> and be still with me and get to know me, which is, by the way, his word. So it's like, okay, God, you know, no matter what else, I want to relax in your, and I want to get to know you better. If I do nothing else, if nothing else goes on, I'll waste my time. Like, is that a waste of time? Relaxing in your grace and knowing you better. If nothing else gets done, if I just get that much, our Father, hallowed be thy name. Right? Now, back to number two. So then every day I need to remember what matters most. And what matters most, back to the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. That's what matters most. Right? Life is preparation for eternity. And here, he says, all things I once thought were so important to me I now consider worth nothing because of Christ. He said, all these things used to be so important to me back before Jesus came into my life. And Jesus came very, almost violently into into Paul's life. I mean, he was Saul, he was persecuting Christians. He literally met him and knocked him off, you know, his, his donkey. And... Said, you're going to listen to me. You know, Paul, Paul, why? Jesus literally appeared to him and said, Saul, why are you persecuting me? He goes, I'm not, you know, what? That? And it was ever since. And, and then Ananias explained to me, you know, everything. And it's like, wow, everything that used to be important to me before, it's worth nothing, nothing to me now. So it's like, what matters most? knowing him and growing in him and helping others know him and grow in him with life's to for eternity. And honestly, the rest of the stuff is small stuff. You know, don't sweat the small stuff and it's all small stuff. A lot of it is small stuff. Unless it somehow leads people or us into eternity, it's it's small. It's like, is it going to be worthwhile. Is this going to matter in hundred years, or five years, or one year? If it brings people to Christ, or 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 helps them, you know, stay in Christ. Yeah. If it doesn't, not really. I mean, and pop culture. The problem is that our pop that our culture tells us buy, 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 do, do. And it's like you know, you're not unless you look this way, unless you feel good, you know, and 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 look good and have the goods and whatever else. And and look what he says. <sighs> yes. Everything else is worthless when compared with the priceless gain of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. I have discarded everything else, counting it all as, it says are garbage. That's actually the word would be manure. <laughs> Whatever this church, I don't know how to put it, you know. It's, yeah, I mean, he gets about as disgust, you know, as as raw as he can be. He says, That's all garbage. I mean, garbage. That's what that is. Ain't worth <clears throat> to me anymore. So that I may have Christ and become one with him. Yeah, you know, Jim Elliott said, He is no fool who discord. Who 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 gives up what he cannot keep for that which he cannot lose? It's it's like okay, God, I need. So the third thing that we need to do, if it's if it's 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 about the kingdom. I'm in the kingdom. I want to stay in the kingdom. I can I can walk away. He's not going to force me. I mean, yes, he gave me spiritual birth, just like parents gave me birth. Physical birth and God. Holy Spirit gives me spiritual birth. So I I didn't cooperate in that. I I got it. It's like, whoa, I'm alive, okay? You know? But I don't have to stay that way. I can kill myself. I can neglect myself. Slow death, quick death. Physically or spiritually. Either way. So that's the most important thing. Everything else is garbage. And helping others. Loving those that Jesus loves. Then, every day I need to review where I need to grow. Let me go to there. Our Father, we in heaven. It's like A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, <laughs> J. When you want to get there, you got to where do I file this? Huh? Element up? right? Okay, there's where it goes. He goes, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Okay, God, I, I, need, I want to do your will. In fact, this actually it goes, and, and give me and forgive me. Give me my daily bread, whatever, because it's a daily thing. And then, and forgive me. Here, it's a search like verse. Psalm 139 says, search me, O God, know my heart, try me, test me, and know my thoughts. See if there is anything evil or wicked in my life and lead me to the way everlasting. Every day, where do I need to grow, God? It's like a spiritual uh, uh, inventory, a spiritual EKG, EEG, whatever it is. You know, I want to do your will. Is there anything where I'm out of your will? If it's, it's, I, I, is search me. This is, if you want to, first to memorize, here's the one for you. You know, it's, it's, it's every day. Okay, God, let's, is there any, please, you know, if I'm, I'm I am still, be still and know that I am, I am with you, God. I, I'm relaxing in your, in, in, in your grace, and I, and I really want to get to know you and, and progress with you. So, is there anything that I need to look at? Anything I need to confess? Here. Paul said, by the way, and this amazed me that that he says this. I mean I don't mean to say I'm I am perfect. I still haven't learned all I should, but I keep working toward that day when I will finally be all that Christ saved me for and wants me to be. And it goes on, I didn't put the rest. No, dear brothers, I am still not all I should be. I mean, he's not just, there's a humility here. There's not just, he's not just sitting on his blessed assurance waiting, you know, figures, well, I'm here, Nero's probably going to kill me so I'll just kind of coast because coasting is when you're coasting you're going downhill Is I want to grow in you right so every day it's like every we get, when I get together with God is there anything that you want to tell me any, any place I need to be growing any, anything that's getting in the way of, of, of you and I of, of me being please reveal that to me. do you think by the way when we go to God and we really mean it he'll do that? Of course He'll let us know for if, if, if we mean it? So the trap is pride. You know, I want to act like I've got it all together, right? There's only problem, one problem with acting like I got it all together and even fooling myself as I got it over together is, well, one, of course, God knows I don't, right? And everybody else does too. So, I, so it's like, yeah, you know, he's acting like he's got it all together, but it's like, no, nah, he doesn't. Why don't I be humble enough and say, okay, God, I don't. I'm teachable. Humility is teachability. Humility is, is, is okay, God, I, I, I don't, and I, and I want you to, to, to help me. I want my brothers and sisters to help me because I want to grow. And here, this... He says, uh, um, Paul says in 2 Corinthians, test yourselves to make sure you're solid in the faith. Don't drift along taking everything for granted. Give yourselves regular checkups. I will be done. Am I doing your will? You need first-hand evidence. not mere hearsay that Jesus Christ is in you. Test it out. If you fail the test, do something about it. And then finally, every day, I need to forget what can't be changed and focus on the future. Forget what can't be changed. Here he goes, I'm focusing all my energies on this one thing. Because we only have limited energy, right? And we're either going to focus all our energy on something important that can be, or on something that can't. I can focus all my energies on my hurts. What people have done to me. I can focus all my energies on my regrets, what I should have done. Or I can focus on on something I can do. And God can do through me. Look. He goes, so... I I focus my energy. I strain to reach the end of the race and receive the prize, you know, for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us up to heaven. Look, there are three traps. Whoops, right here. The first trap is regret. Regret is I should have done this. It's guilt. If only I had done this. If 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 I should have done it this way, and I can. And but the reason it's done it. It's, it's dumb, it's, it doesn't change anything. It just expends our emotional energy and leaves us enervated, listless, nothing left because we only have so much energy. So I should have done this, I should. It's like, well, that's pa- it's forgiven, which is why the big message is, okay, I forgive that. Yeah, you're right, I forgive that. And, and how about this? Yeah, I forgive that too. And how about, th- I forgive that too. And I should have, yeah, that's right, you should (laughs) have. Doesn't matter, it's gone. Wipe clean. And the next thing is unforgiveness. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Okay, now there's others that have hurt me and and it's just, God's like saying, it's dumb. I can, you know, I can hold on to my hurt or I can hold on to his joy. One or the other. Not both, because one will kill the other. If I'm holding on to this hurt, then I'm letting go of this, right? Well, I can do both. No, you can't. That's why he says, you know, our reception of forgiveness is 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 tied to not, you know, are are we willing to forgive others? And by the way, that you can tell that when. Legalistic, you know, people or people who refuse are always critical, and they're always harsh. And and it's like, you know, they have real difficulty cutting others some slack. But, you know, when I realize I've been forgiven, I want to forgive. I want to cut you slack. I want to give you the grace that I've gotten. And if I don't, then I need to go back to square one and say, have I really received this? Or do I just know about it, and not really know it? And then here's another one, tradition. Um, and we do a lot of tradition, but there's tradition that serves a purpose, and then there's tradition which is just, we always did it that way before. And I don't care whatever you know area, whether it's, you know, whether it's church, whether it's in marriage, whether it's raising kids, whether it's doing your work, whatever else is like, is that working? Well, what's the old definition of insanity? <laughs> Can you do the same thing? expecting a different outcome? It's like, if that doesn't work, then why am we doing that? He says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. I'm doing a new thing. as we do that then thine will be the kingdom and the power and the glory forever let's pray Lord I want to avoid these traps and live live your prayer you told us when you pray make sure you do this you're my father Jesus, you're my Savior. Spirit, you're my guide. And I just relax in the grace of a relationship, not a religion, not a bunch of rules, and re- a relationship of grace with you. I relax in that. And then, hallowed be thy name. I just want to get to know you, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. I want to get to know you, Jesus. You're the gateway. You're the, you're the, the, the representation. You're, he who has seen you, Jesus, has seen the Father. I just want to hollow and know your name. And thy kingdom come. I want, to, I want to keep the main thing the main thing. That which contributes to your kingdom, not what pop culture says about feeling good, looking good, having the goods. It's like, that's garbage. That's, that's manure to me. God when you said for us to thy will be done and I want to do the daily checkups so I can so that you search me and then I can receive forgiveness and, and, and repentance for those things that that are just destroying my, my relationship with you and, and, and causing me pain, causing others pain. And then the grace you give me, I want to give to everybody else. Especially, especially anyone who has ever hurt me in the past. Because unforgiveness is dumb. And, and it destroys joy. Joy yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory.